Welcome to the Dietitian's Dish Podcast. We are Gina and Nicole, two dietitian mamas and good friends living in Ohio and Michigan. This is a podcast dedicated to making whole family wellness more fun and less stressful. Whether you're listening in the car or slumped on the couch with a glass of wine, welcome. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm Nicole. And I'm Gina. And today we are dishing up volume two of just some really random things. Volume one went over well, so we're bringing it back. But first, a little catching up. Gina, what's going on? Oh, boy. Well, we've had quite an interesting last 72 hours, I would say. I'll just I'll, I'll try to make it short and sweet, but I was so excited. I, I, tr- I signed up for my first mini triathlon that was going to be indoors at this gym near us. And it was just a 15-minute swim, a 15-minute bike ride on the spin bike, the spinner, and then a 15-minute run on the indoor track. So, you know, it's a 45-minute triathlon, but, you know, simple, short and sweet. And I was so excited about it. But Friday comes around and Nick, or Cameron had, had actually had to, had to go home from school on Wednesday because he threw up at school. And poor guy, he threw up just twice. So he threw up at school. And then again, when we got, brought him home. I, I didn't think much of it. He was fine. But then on Friday, uh, I would say at around um, two in the morning. So it was, it's like Thursday, we went to bed and around two or three in the morning, I started feeling not right. <laughs> That's the worst. Uh, so I'm like, okay, there's something, something going on. I, my stomach doesn't feel right. Within, you know, six hours, I was following suit. And uh, yeah, basically Cameron gave me uh, whatever he had. The and then within five more hours, Nick was also sick. And I was literally, I, I mean, I felt as though, I felt exactly like I felt when after I had my, my second COVID shot where I could not move my body. And unfortunately, on Thursday during the day or that afternoon, I had gone to an Orange Theory workout that, was, that just completely kicked my butt. And so I was sore from that. And then I had this stomach bug where I was paralyzed. I could not get out of my bed. I had to pee so bad. And I still could not move to go to the bathroom 10 feet away from our bed. Nick and I are like, what are we going to do? You know, the kids are at school. I, I, I can't go pick them up. Nick can't go pick them up. Thankfully, my mom was available to go pick them up. On top of that, we had our gas turned off because I had smelled a, a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of gas in our basement. Thank you for uh, blessing me with a really, you know, good smelling. I, I smell everything. I have a very, very uh, sensitive nose. We'll just say that. And I smelled a tiny bit of gas. We called the gas company. They came out. They ended up shutting off our gas because they found something. But they said they found a small leak to have someone come out and look at it. Anyway, long story short, the guy, the people who came out didn't fix it, but they did recommend we, we change our entire gas pipes or our entire gas line for $5,000. And I'm like, that is a lot of money. Let's get a second opinion. Um, so thankfully, we got a second opinion. Turns out, this was three days later, we don't need to do that. The guy came yesterday, fixed everything. Everything's good. Columbia Gas came back out, uh, turned our gas back on. This was after four days of not having gas, mind you. So thankfully, it's been really nice outside. So we haven't been too cold. We have had two space heaters in the house. And our house isn't really big. So that was actually quite helpful. Uh, but no hot water. I didn't shower from Wednesday until yesterday. <laughs> I could have gone over to my mom's house, but I was just, I couldn't even move. I was just so lazy. 
Uh, so yeah, thankfully we saved five grand and, uh, got everything fixed. Good to go. I'm feeling much better. Yesterday was still rough. Um, I had residual stomach pains and uh, I was able to move. I was able to get some food down. Uh, but today I think uh, it's going to be my day. We're going to the zoo and all is good. Uh, so yeah. What about you? What's new? Oh goodness. Okay. So variety show is over. Um, and I, I don't even know if I shared, but Shay's um, routine for the variety show was Taekwondo. So she came out, recited the student creed. They have this series of like eight stances, basically, like kicks, punches, arm movement. I don't know what you, it's called keep on number one Um, for anybody that that means anything to. And then she hopped into, she did that series of movements once and then uh, did a, sna- a front snap kick and then keep on number one she did it repeated it a second time and then we had our friend's daughter hold a board for Shay to break so Friday morning I'm off work it's a vacation day we're doing the whole variety show for the school that was all just bust over so you've got young fives like Piper's class all the way through the fifth graders all the teachers everybody they're watching and so here comes Shay and she's goes to break the board. The music has ended. You know, this is supposed to be the like, wah, and like the board break, like the snap and like everybody cheers, right? Okay, there is no board break. And Shay just keeps trying oh. and trying and trying oh and trying gosh, and trying heart. and trying. So she's in a silent theater with her entire school watching. And oh. after like, 30, I have it on video. I cannot bring myself to watch it again. I can't. Like, I, I just, I was stuck in the sound booth at the very back of the theater. There was nothing I could do other than yell, okay, that's good, honey. Good job. Get off stage. Like, so finally, <laughs> finally, people started clapping and like yeah. allowed her to like get off stage. The fifth graders were saying mean things. Um, yeah, I mean, kids are like terrible, right? Or can be. You know, the majority of kids were amazing. My friends are texting me. She needs her mom. She needs her mom. Well, I had to run sound for two acts after Shay's. So I was unable to get to her for however many minutes that was. By the time I got to her, she was in the changing room of like the theater bathroom in a no longer used shower stall, like sobbing uncontrollably, icing her hand. And I was like, oh, where's my mom? Like all the things, right? So I whip them all out, like all my love and everything. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, like tonight is the real show. This kid's got to go back to school now, you know? And we're both just, ah, it was just so painful. I'm texting Mark and he's just like, same response as me. Just, oh my gosh, poor girl. I feel so like, oh, just all the feelings, right? Mm -hmm. Dude, she rocked it that night so problem number one well yeah you saw the video yeah yes so I held the board so you cannot break a board if somebody's arms aren't locked out and it was not the little girl's fault who's holding the board like this is this is not her job right like I I should have been way more instructive and clear than I was and because we had limited boards we weren't practicing right and left even though we know she she does this all the time like she's broken two boards before anyway it was just like a really so the whole day leading up to the performance, I was just a mess. But and everybody was like, just held held breath like the whole time when Shay was out there. And anyway, so oh thank my God. But she did it, and, it, and it was successful. Over. 
Yes. It was just, Ugh. it was a lot. It was a lot of work. I I'm, I have no, no theater background at all whatsoever. And just getting that number of children to do what they're supposed to do, it, it was just a lot. I don't know. I'm just glad it's over. <laughs> and that is all. And we had like, I'm sure, was it warm there yesterday? Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. Oh my gosh, here too yesterday. We went to the park and it was like their entire school was there. It was funny. They just oh thought that gosh. was great. Yeah, Nick golfed yesterday and I still had residual like stomach pains, but Paige had a play date. We stayed outside because I didn't want to give any, get anyone sick. Um, but like the whole, I feel like the whole, all of our neighbors, the whole neighborhood was at our house. We got the jump, the jump house out. We got everything out and it was just, Paige was like, can we get out the slip and slide? I said, no, that's where we draw the line. Yeah. But she had her bathing suit on. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. How how warm was it? It was 70 degrees. Oh, okay. So this was March of 5th. We're recording. This is Sunday morning, but it'll be next weekend by the time this comes out. And we're supposed to get snow tomorrow. Yay. Are you serious? Yeah. I haven't even looked. We probably will too. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, don't look. <laughs> 70 degrees a, and 20 degrees. <laughs> nice little dose of of spring, summer right there. Oh, Hopefully love what's, it. What, what we're coming up, up on next, I, w- I would hope. Someday. <laughs> we'll see. All right. So that was a good little catch up. We haven't spoken in quite some time. Um, but, but, and, I'm, and I'm glad your variety show is over, Nicole. I'm very happy for you. And I'm happy that, that Shay was successful the second time. I'm so glad to hear that. All right. So before we begin, just a quick favor to ask, since you like this podcast, please write us a review. Reviews on iTunes are everything to us and they help us reach more people. And we, of course, we'd appreciate it so much. Of course, we'd appreciate it. Yes, do write those reviews. Yeah, I don't even know what how this idea, the show idea, came about, but I call them shower thoughts. Like showers are the time of day where my brain just quiets and I'm able to think of the most random things. Uh, and we started to write some of those things down. So there, these these are just five random things that we feel so inclined to throw out into the the pod pod. Potosphere, podcast sphere, <laughs> whatever, out into the world. Gina, you want to kick us off with something random? Oh, sure. This is totally random. Uh, I hate PM workouts. I, okay. So I told you that the first time I, or this Thursday, I happened to be off because Cameron was sick and Nick got home around 4.30. And I thought, you know what? I haven't been able to work out today. I'm going to go do an Orange Theory workout at, I think it was at 5.00. Oh my gosh. I was miserable the entire time. I think it's because I I really only like to work out on a completely empty stomach. I have to work out in the morning before I eat anything because that's where I when I feel my best. Not that I'm suggesting that it's necessarily better for you to work out on an empty stomach, but for me, I feel like I can move better. I can just I can move faster. I feel stronger when I have an empty stomach. Otherwise, I'm running and I always feel this, this residual food bouncing up in my belly. I hate it. Uh, so I, I, I don't think I can ever go back to, and I'm saying PM as in any time after the morning. I used to work out at lunch. I don't think I could even do that anymore. I mean, if I have to, I'm not saying I'll never do it again, but on a regular basis, never again. Like I, I am stuck on my morning workouts and now I know why after doing a PM workout you know, recently. It was just horrible. Oh, as I was running on the treadmill, my my stomach contents were slushing. And and here's the thing. I could have waited a little. I I should have, you know, said, okay, after three o'clock, I have a four, five o'clock workout. After three o'clock, I'm done eating. I really didn't eat much that day though. 
I don't, for whatever variety of reasons, I was home with Cameron and just, I don't know, I was off schedule. I was nibbling on these little cookies I had made. Actually, they were your cookies. They were the superfood cookies (laughs) from your blog. I made them and I was kind of eating them throughout the day. So I guess to me, I was thinking, well, I haven't eaten much, but perhaps I ate, I was just snacking on those too much because I could just feel them just sloshing in my belly as as I was running in. I don't know. I guess morning workouts are, are, are it for me. Yeah. And I'm like the exact opposite, but I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you got? Okay. This is so random, <laughs> but I realized after the holidays, which is some time ago now, but when everything goes on, you know, super clearance, they are just getting rid of all the Christmas stuff. I have a little bit of an, a lot of bit of an obsession with wrapping paper. Okay. I like all the different wrapping papers. I love a good deal. I'm like, they're like giving it away. I'm like, this is, I don't know, a hundred yards and it's a dollar 25. I just get so excited. And I don't, I don't, I love a variety of Christmas paper. I don't know. I just, I have this FOMO about Christmas paper deals that I just love to stock up. I think I'm not that way about birthday paper or anything though, just Christmas. Uh I think you're among many others who feel the same way. See, I'm very much a a, a gift bag person because I'm lazy. <laughs> so I don't think much about wrapping paper, but I will say I appreciate a nicely wrapped, cool wrapping paper gift. So I, I think that's I think that's good. I mean, you would think I enjoyed the wrapping process. My grandmother used to use like a ruler <laughs> and an exacto knife. Oh to perfectly cut. I, I mean, her gifts were pristine and she would use the same per, same wrapping paper. Like every year, all the gifts would be in the same wrapping paper. I like all the different paper. I don't know. I like probably things with less like bears and I, I'm kind of more traditionalist, I guess, with my paper choices, but I like a good variety. It makes me really happy to have like all that crap in my storage room. Yeah. So random. I, I like the bags too. I like a good deal. It's I like a good deal too. I mean, amen to that. I love going shopping after Christmas for all the Christmas deals. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So my second random thing is that I don't know why, but sometimes I have this, I have this vision in mind that it would be really fun to work just part-time and then for the other half of my time, or even just once a week, be a waitress. And I know that sounds crazy because no, I remember, okay. Okay, thank you. Because first of all, it's good money. And second of all, I mean, you're, you're staying active. You're talking with people. And if you find a good place that, that I feel like that turns around tables quick and that you don't have to do much thinking, for example, I wouldn't want to go to a fine dining restaurant. Like that takes a lot of practice. You have to learn the wine list, yada, yada. I'm talking a place like First Watch. Do you guys have First Watch in, your, in Michigan? Not here, at least. What is it? Have you heard of it? No. Okay, it's it's a breakfast lunch place. They open it, oh, they open it maybe like okay. eight or seven, but they close at two. <laughs> so you can like, get in your workout perfect... still, and then you can go. Yeah, or heck, I could work out after after my you know shift. They close at two. No, that wouldn't work How for fun you. Would that be? You just told us it wouldn't work for you, but you're up at like the butt you, crack you are, of dawn. You're exactly right. I did just say that, <laughs> but I feel like if I'm waitressing, like I will probably wouldn't be eating much. So I mean, I still have an empty stomach. I don't know. You're right. I probably would work out in the morning still. 
or not at all because you're literally on your feet for however many hours that is. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And, and plus I want to go back and say it is different when you're doing a cardio workout versus a, versus a resistance training workout as far as the sloshing of my belly. I think if I were to do a, a PM workout again, I would just stick to non-cardio. So something where my body isn't moving, but my, just my muscles are because that is, is different to me. Anyway. So Wait, yeah, okay. I so have, random number two, what is your, what is your part-time work desire? Like, is there a certain work that attracts? Sure. And that's kind of my third random thing, which I'll go ahead and talk about. Oh. I have this, I, I did. Okay. I'm after we had our interview with Christina Bruce a few weeks ago, I started to realize that maybe that is my next path. And, you know, I've got this intuitive eating certification. Why don't I work on body acceptance certification. And I think this would not only help me, but would also just be a good combination to have when I'm looking for new jobs or perhaps wanting to start my own business. Also, this is completely random, but I talk, I have some friends who listen to that episode and I think we can all, I don't want to say I disagree with Christina, but the part where I asked about whether getting Botox is considered body acceptance, which Uh I realize is kind of a weird question I shouldn't have asked it that way, but I guess maybe what I meant is I feel like I have body acceptance, but I do still get Botox. Should I, I don't, not should I feel guilty about it, but does that mean that I still need to work on my body acceptance? And here's the thing. I know that there are still areas that I need to work on as far as accepting my body. And that's what I I really want to learn more about in this body acceptance coach certification. I I need to, I just want to, I would love to just talk to Christina Bruce for hours and just meet with her and do consultations with her, but I would love to also be able to do that with other people. Anyway, we started talking about it, my friends and I, what is the difference between getting Botox and then like going out and getting your hair dyed or getting a nice haircut or what were the other examples we had? Um, like there are other things that you do to your body or to your hair or to, I don't even know, even like choosing a new outfit that, you know, looks better on you that you think looks better on you. Is that not body acceptance? Do you know what I'm saying? I I don't know. This is another random thought Slippery that I have slope, every once yeah. in a while. I know. Where I'm just, I don't know. So I, I, I've, I've got this deep-seated desire to work part-time, possibly on my own, have my own business, bring in that body acceptance piece, and then maybe once or twice a week be a waitress, specifically at uh, the First Watch. They've got them throughout, throughout Ohio. I know that. But somewhere where they don't, I don't want to work until, you know, 12 a.m., but somewhere where I could do like a lunch shift, a breakfast shift, and the tables turn quick and I'm in and out. So, yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, I'm, just, I'm thinking about the whole hair thing and oh, even like yeah. getting your nails done or waxing yes. or I mean, we know a lot of people in our lives recently who have just said women who have been like, I'm going gray, embracing the gray and they're uh-huh. in their 30s and, they, and they're going completely gray. I couldn't do that. And so do I not have body acceptance? I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, because shape, size, weight, is that a different form of acceptance than other aesthetics like getting your nails or waxing? I don't know. I mean, I feel like it is, but maybe they're all, I, I think that's not, I think we're missing probably the point. I think a lot of it has to do with like how much it affects your mental, your emotional um, health and wellness, right? So if, if you've got something, like for example, if I look at myself and all I see is wrinkles and I have to always get them fixed with Botox, like that, 
that is, that's affecting me emotionally and mentally, right? But that's not how it is. I, at least I don't think it is. Maybe it is. Maybe, I, maybe I need to talk to someone about that. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I, the people who do this body acceptance coaching, are they, do they just never look at their body and, or anything about them and think it needs to change? I don't, I don't know. And I'm just scratching the surface on this about exactly what it means. So I think just having that conversation with Christina really got me thinking and intrigued. So I would just like to learn more, I guess is all I'm saying. I I think that's hard work because you're always pulling in just your, your personal outlooks, like whatever, and that may be fluid, right? Sure. Absolutely. I, I, same thing as a dietitian. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. I've got. I'll I'll combine two of mine as well because they're a little um somewhat related, I guess. So I am um not a clean person in that like I do not maintain a clean home. Like it is not a like you should see my first floor right now. It's a disaster. I've given the kids like a one week warning of like we're having people over next week. It's got to look like way better than this, or we're gonna have to cancel. But I have always been neurotic about showering at night and getting into clean sheets, which which could have to do with why I like to work out in the evening so I can work out, shower, get into bed clean. Mm -hmm. But even if I have been like in college, I would come home wasted and I would shower. Like my my roommates would say, please leave the door open in case you fall or, you know, what Like we were very safe about it. But I do not get into bed dirty. Like it is a thing for me. Okay. Um, I mean, I, yeah, yeah I, that I, makes sense. I don't know. It, it's, it's for me getting into, especially after like my sheets are cleaned, which is every other week, man, there is like nothing better. I will shave my legs just to get into those clean sheets and have that like, oh, feeling of just like silkiness. I don't know. I might not shave my legs any other time. But I'm going to shave oh them for God. my sheets. <laughs> I Okay, that's another random thing. I never shave my legs in the winter. In fact, just the other day, Nick was like, are never? you going to shave your legs? And I finally did. Oh, like I, I, I probably I probably shaved them maybe five times the whole winter. Yeah. I shouldn't say ever. So yeah, about five times. <laughs> maybe. Do you wear shorts when you work out or like capris or? I wear shorts, but I'm working out a lot of times at home. And then when I go to Orange Theory, I wear pants. Even so, it's so dark in there. No one sees my legs. That's so funny. Huh. No one. And I don't have a lot, a lot of, I don't have like dark, thick hair on my legs. It's pretty thin um, and light. So perhaps that's one of the reasons why I don't really care. I'm surprised your leg hair is light. Your hair is dark. It is. I know. It is very strange. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. My, my number three that's somewhat related. Uh, a couple months ago. I noticed. And how often do you bathe your kids? Oh my gosh. I know what you're going to say. And I'm so glad you're saying this because I noticed the same thing on Paige. Okay. Two, we, we actually bathe every other night. Okay. That's impressive. So we are, we aim for that. That's like our goal. Okay. Um, and this, I just don't know where the evenings go. It's probably because I'm an e- evening exerciser and I cook dinner every night. It just, it, the time flies. Oh, and it yeah. seems lately that we've just had a lot of evening stuff, but I would say we're like twice a week, like for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay. Probably closer to three, but um, Shay had a scent about her a couple months ago mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was, it, I was very 
caught off guard. And it, so BO is what I'm talking about, people. Um, (laughs) And it was December then, a couple months ago. I mean, it was winter, right? I mean, we were not talking about like a hot August night here. And so I bought her some deodorant or yeah, deodorant. Uh, which which is the one with aluminum? That's antiperspirant, right? Whatever. I don't. I call them all deodorant. Yeah. Well, I got her like the Tom's Natural, or oh, so that's we're that trying to work. Girl, I'm just trying to get her in a habit of like we need to shower a little bit more, and we need to use something that can help mitigate any scents we have may going on. And sure. so, page is seven, mm-hmm. soon to be eight. Well, not soon, but eight in August. Eight yeah, in August, and then. My Shay is seven and will be eight in October. So I guess the BO thing just started a lot earlier than I realized. Okay, Nicole, amen. I, okay, this was actually, I want to say it was also in December. We were at my mother-in-law's house eating. And I, so I, actually, I want to say it was November because I think we were there for Thanksgiving and I was right next to Paige and she had her arm around me and I thought it was me at first. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she does she has a little bit of of odor um i hate to say bo because i i feel i feel bad but whatever it's very normal very normal but i i did think i was very thrown off she's seven i do not recall ever putting deodorant on until i was at least i feel like in eighth grade yeah totally (laughs) totally so i actually talked to my doctor about it because i'm like is she like is this normal i i googled it did you did you do any research yeah. What did you find? A l- varying, very varying. Um, but it seemed that this was not abnormal, but still early. Yeah. Yeah. I did you. OK, how old were you when you went through puberty? Uh, when you started your period, how old were you when you started your period? I think I was 13. Were you in eighth grade, seventh grade? Seven, uh, Maybe eighth. Yeah, I was in eighth grade. But I think that's kind of late by today's standards. I think so, too. I think so, too. So, that's, so then my, my mind went to that. I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, she does literally act like a teenager. I There is a condition where you go through puberty. I don't know. It's not a condition, but there's a name for it. I can't think of it. But it's essentially you go through puberty at a really, really young age. And it has nothing to do with it, it's just it happens randomly. And actually, it happened with my cousin. Uh, and she, I think she went through puberty like when she was eight. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, is is this gonna happen with Paige? Um, because you know, I, like I've said, she acts like a teenager. I mean, she's got the the tude, that's for sure. Uh, but I don't know. My mind started wandering, and I talked to my doctor, and she said not to worry about it, not to overthink it, which is you know, if you what ask I any mother do. with a first, second grade girl, she's gonna tell you she has an attitude. They all do. All of them. Exactly. I know. I know. And 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 I. I am very aware of that. But I think after I noticed that, I thought to myself, well, could this all be linked? And I, I just went down a whole rabbit hole like I always do. Okay. I have a, a deodorant 2.0. Um, okay. <laughs> a question. Yeah. What deodorant do you use? I yeah. used Tom's for the longest time, but that stuff is terrible. And I don't even, you know this about me. I barely sweat. Yeah. And it didn't work for me. So I stopped using that. Nick was pretty much like, get rid of this stuff. <laughs> So, so now I just use, um, what's the, the big brand? Not, not, oh my gosh, I can't think of it. Yeah. Secret. Secret. That's what I use. It's the only stuff that really works well for me. Yeah. 
What about okay. you? Yeah. I, I, I'm not, I am a big time sweater, but never from my armpits. It's weird. I don't think that I've mm-hmm. ever had BO in my entire life, which is why my seven year old, like, like had it. I don't know that I've ever smelled truly. Wait, what? You've never. So when you take off your workout clothes and they dry, have you ever smelled them? I know that sounds like a weird. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I mean, they're not like rosy, but I wouldn't say they're highly offensive. Mm hmm. Because I can uh, smell like my dried BO on my on my dirty workout clothes. <laughs> well, no. I swear by ban roll on B-A-N like the brand. It's not super okay. popular. It's like a neon greenish like, I don't know, roll on. But okay. I to me, I never sweat from my armpits ever. And I've always used oh. that brand. And I recently told a friend who struggles with <laughs> armpits sweating and she, she says stinkiness. I don't think so. But she's adamant that she stinks. Um, She tried this recently and she was impressed as well. So she's like, wow, it really did work for me. So anyway, if you are struggling, I would <laughs> I would recommend band roll on just. Yeah. So do you think one of the reasons why you never sweat from your armpits is because you use this every day? I guess. I mean, I just can. You know how some people will have like rings of sweat, like almost like maybe they're <laughs> leaking milk, like those rings get so big. Yeah. Yeah. I have never, ever had that. Like, yeah, oh, either. can't lift my arm in class or anything like that. Like some people really struggle. I've never had that. Or even stains on their clothes. Never. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That just reminded me. In, in college, my college roommate used to borrow my clothes, which we weren't the same size. I will just say that. Uh, but I didn't complain. But they would come back with armpit ringed stains on them and it made me so mad (laughs) and I didn't know how to say it you know I'm a very vocal and honest person but yet I still I felt I didn't want to embarrass her but I mean how do you not notice this like you're returning my clothes with armpit stains like you can see them right I mean come on oh it made me so mad oh yeah she needs some ban (laughs) (laughs) love it Okay, this is so weird. I've got an update to my nighttime routine. So I went to my dentist who is an airway specialist, by the way, about, and Nick had told me I was snoring recently. You know, you've been snoring a lot lately. And of course, that always concerns me. I'm snoring, what? So I told my dentist, and since he's an airway specialist, I thought he'd give me some tips. So he asked me, he said, do you think you're snoring through your nose or through your mouth? And I'm like, I have no idea. He said, okay, what you should be doing when you're sleeping is breathing through your nose. It's actually better for you to constantly be breathing through your nose. And in fact, you'll wake up and feel much better if you breathe through your nose when you're sleeping. And if you'll know if, you're, if your snoring is coming from your mouth or your nose, if you start breathing through your nose and you're not snoring anymore. So I'm thinking to myself, well, how do I just breathe through my nose at night? I'm pretty sure most of the time I do because... Usually when I wake up in the middle of the night or something, I'll notice that my mouth is closed. But he said the best way to determine or to make yourself breathe through your nose constantly while you're sleeping <laughs> is to tape your mouth shut. Oh, my. Okay. I'm looking at him like he's crazy. But he talked me into this. He gave me some literature and I read it and he did tell me what kind of tape to buy and I bought it. So now a part of my nightly routine <laughs> is to tape my mouth shut when I sleep. And I will tell you, 
Nick has not mentioned snoring lately. And I don't know if it's a placebo effect. It quite possibly could be, but I do feel pretty good when I wake up. Uh, so yeah. And if you, and if you read it, it has to do with the CO2 and breathing it in versus ex- or exhaling it and how like the ratios are off when you're a mouth breather. It does actually make sense. I didn't explain it well, but you'd have to read, read up on it. It does actually make sense. So the, be- and, and really during the day, like if you find yourself breathing through your mouth through the day, that could also be a problem. And it could be a sign that you've got some, not a deviated septum, but something off in your um, nose airway. So now part of my nighttime routine, after putting my zip medicine on and my retainers, and uh, I've got this thing that I put on my neck. I mean, I've got this whole routine. I've got my earplugs, my my oh, eye God. mask, and now I have my, my mouth taped shut. <laughs> that is a sexy look, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, Nick is really turned on by it. So yeah. <laughs> I'm speechless. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't the tape like take off all this wonderful skin cream that you just put on? Oh my gosh. It's really a small piece. So I I don't think it really makes much of a difference. It's not, it's, I, I think it's probably in total two inches long and an inch wide. If that. Huh. So yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't really touch a lot of my skin, but it's pretty heavy duty tape. So I don't need much in order for it to be effective. Too funny. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay. This is mine are super random. Um, that's I guess that's point. the point. Yeah. Jinx. Okay. <laughs> I my hair is really long, really, really, really long. And I have realized that it takes me less time to curl my hair with a wand than it does to straighten it. So I've got this. I guess, wavy, not quite curly hair. And I'm pretty good at curling it with a wand, but I've noticed that after day one, it looks better. So what I've started to do is if I curl my hair and I can get by without a work, like showering, um, or I shouldn't say not showering, washing my hair after a workout, like if I don't get super, super sweaty, I'm trying to be better about not washing it and then pinning it up using one of those uh, curly cue, um, you know, like, corkscrew uh, hair ties. You know what I'm talking about? That don't leave the kink. So one of those really loose. And then I take a big hair clip just to help like right around the curly cue just to, I don't know, help it even more so not give a crease. And I just leave it in a high pony and literally day two curls look so much better. It looks like those Instagram tutorials more so. I'll I'll post something. Um, on our Instagram, I took a, a picture of my day two curls, but I literally can just let it out in the morning from its ponytail, maybe curl one or two in the front and just kind of brush them out a tiny, tiny bit with my fingers and I'm good to go. So like day two curls is like a 30 second get ready for me. Oh, wow. I know. Okay. And it looks like I tried really hard. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah. Sometimes I'll roll up to like the hockey rink and they're like, oh, you got gussied up to come. I'm like, yeah, sure did. Just for you. <laughs> Bonk. Um, but yeah. So anyway, all yeah, my, you curlers, curlers out there. My big curls that I put in my hair don't last longer than a day ever. So, but it doesn't take me long to curl with my wand. I just, because I don't do my whole head. I just do like the top little layer. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
good tip. All right. My last thing I have, I'm feeling obligated and maybe guilted into, but not really. This is all in my head being a PTO mom. Are you a PTO mom? Hell no. Okay. Because you just volunteered to be part of the variety show just maybe because you yeah, that thought was like you a wanted committee. to do oh, Okay. That was not my idea. And it was like a committee project. It's not part of the PTO. I've never attended a meeting. Okay. I don't know. There's why, all these why things do you feel pulled on. into it? Um, someone like you. A lot of what was that? <laughs> someone like you. I, 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 oh, I know. Well, I haven't said yes yet. I feel like when I have, when Cameron's there next year, I'll feel more obligated. But they do. Here's the thing. I, I remember when I was a kid, I always wanted my mom to be part of the PTO. And I was always just kind of angry that my parents weren't more involved. I don't know where that stemmed from. I, I maybe it was just, I, I, I felt, in the back of my mind, just kind of, uh, I don't want to say angry at them, but just, I, I hate that they worked so much and I wanted them to be more like the kids whose parents didn't work and they were more involved in school. And I don't, and I don't know if that my kids feel that way or anything, but I do feel like as time goes by and my kids are at that school longer, you know, they're always doing a lot of fun things, the PTO moms and dads. I think there's dads that are part of it too. Uh, to raise money for the school. And certainly I'll give money, but I mean, I feel like I have a job where I would have the flexibility to do things for the PTO. So I really don't see why I wouldn't be a part of it. It doesn't mean I'm going to be necessarily a leader or, you know, a secretary or anything like that. But I think joining the PTO would be something that I would actually enjoy. You know, in talking to some of the PTO moms a lot over the last couple months, they they seem like nice people. I think I I think that... I think it would be a good thing for me. And I, I keep talking about how I want to be more social and I want to do more things. That seems like an easy thing to be a part of and, and to make more friends, right? You yeah. say, hell no. And why is that? Uh, recency effect, probably. With this whole variety show, we got wind that somebody on the PTO said that we were going, quote, way overboard. And the thing is, you should never say anything like that about a volunteer, right? <laughs> so true. <laughs> if you are getting volunteers to leave their jobs in the middle of the day, spend their evenings with your children, but like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the task is. Time is precious, and working with kids can be very challenging. And so, it doesn't matter if it's, you just never bash a volunteer or you find some way if you want to provide some gentle guidance or tips or insights, that's fine. But especially having never done this before and the PTO knowing that, um, that felt a little hurtful. So I guess it was just a, a glimpse into maybe mm, just some drama that I don't want in my life. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And that was one person. It was one person and it was probably a comment that was never meant to get to any of our ears, but it was hurtful, right? Um, I think the PTO stuff is thankless. It, it's a lot more work than I realized coming out of this variety show thing. Yeah. What about just being there for like the Valentine's Day parties and Christmas parties or, you know, just being there when the kids like for the stuff that they can see? I don't know. Yeah. Is that a good place to start? <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. We do get emails that say, who wants to volunteer for this? And I, yeah, that could be definitely a good start. Absolutely. Because I haven't even done that. 
So I'm not trying to dissuade you. It was no, just no, no. way more work than I realized. And and the president was like, so you want to be on your on your book duty? And I was like, Ugh. like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, my assumption is and I, and I know this is not true, but I do assume I actually I don't know that's not true that the majority of PTO parents do not work full time. Yeah. That is my assumption. I don't know if that is true. I don't know how it would be possible. Honestly, I don't either. I don't either. But again, I have a flexible job. So I feel like because I have that ability to, you know, maybe do something here and there with, you know, with my kids at, at school or with other kids at school and be part of things during the school day, I think I could do that. Uh, but I am also someone who can say no and not feel bad about it. So that's why I'm like, well, I could sign up to be it, to be a part of it. But if they need, I don't, I don't know what, what that entails. Like if I sign up for PTO, does that mean I have to give 10 hours a month, 10 hours a week? How does that work? So I just, I think I'm just intrigued enough to learn more. And that's probably my next step. I just want to learn more. What does it involve? Yeah. That's yeah. my next step. Yeah. Hmm. All right. <laughs> just don't become a Nicole. That's all. Don't, don't say yes. Never. When you want to say no. You're yeah. You would, you would not get sucked into the abyss like me. Uh, okay, last. This is a little random because it's supposed to be. Some of my friends, a lot of my friends will want to carpool. Say we have book club or we're, you know, a couple of us are going out for dinner, whatever it is. And they'll be like, oh, I'll pick you up. No, sorry. I am not a carpooler. And mm. this could change with <laughs> gas prices. Although Mark oh. drives an electric vehicle. So I generally will take his if we're just, you know, one vehicle is going to sit at home because that just makes sense. But I have realized that carpooling, it, it, it's some, it's out of somebody's way every single time. Like it never makes full sense. I'm always running late. And so running on somebody else's schedule doesn't work for me. And it is also the only time I've realized is in the car when I am alone. That is the only time I'm alone. Mm, yeah. Or when I, you're in the shower, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. Even then I'm findable. I don't know. <laughs> true. That is so true. <laughs> I'm findable. I don't know. I burped really loud the other day. Marco's sexy. I'm like, just leave me alone. Like, I'm just in the shot. Like, I'm just, it's just me right now. Like, I don't want to, I just want to do my body functions. Just go. Um, but yes, I, I'm trying to so it's not that. that like, I don't want to see my friends or spend that time with them, but it's just, it, to me, it's an, it doesn't make sense. So I, and I think they, I'm just like, don't be offended by this. It's not you. It is me. Like, I just want that 10 minutes on my way home from work or on my way to book club to chill. And yeah. so I hope and and I am good about this. Like if I I because I have said yes um, to people and if they're listening to the show, I will still pick you up. It's no problem. But if I say no, it's not you. It's me. <laughs> Because they're kind of, I know they're going to listen and be like, oh my gosh, I asked her to pick me up last month and she she did and she didn't want to. Like, that's not the case. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Okay. was it Now, is this carpooling for work or for just extracurricular things? No, no, no. Just like extra extracurricular things. Because I'm all about the carpool. Yeah. No, not me. As, as long as they're not too far away. I, I think my, my, my radius is like a mile or two, which isn't a very big radius. Um, but I'm, I'm generally someone who will text a friend and say, Hey, I'll pick you up. Like, in fact, we're going out to dinner next weekend with some girlfriends and I'm definitely going to be carpooling. So, Hey, to each their own. Yeah. All right. Well, now oh. we're on to mom wins. Yeah. New products. 
I'm just like, you want to go first? Oh, what? sure. Um, this, my mom win is a recipe this, this week. Uh, it is from one of my favorite blogs, Half to Bake Harvest, and it's a white bean lemon pesto orzo soup. Quite the mouthful there. It is vegetarian. It uh, is absolutely delicious. It's heavy on the orzo and just has this great lemon basil flavor. Oh, it was just really, really, really good and super easy. Uh, so I will link that in the show notes. I My best friend had sent it to me and forgetting that she had been the one to send it, I sent it to her and I was like, girl, you got to try this. And she's like, okay, you need a vacation. I just sent this to you <laughs> last week. And I was like, oh, that's why it seems like such a recipe you would send. Uh, but oh, it was that yeah. good that we sent it to each other. We were we're on that same wavelength connection. That's really funny. Um, yeah. So try that out. What about you? Okay. Yeah. Well, my mom win is also a recipe. It's those banana oat pancakes that I think I, I sent to you recently. And I believe I also posted a picture of this on our Instagram a while ago. And I sort of teased that I would have it as a mom win soon. Well, here it is. I'll put the recipe in the show notes. But essentially, it's bananas, eggs, old-fashioned oats, uh, oat milk or almond milk or soy milk, whatever you want to use. The recipe calls for oat milk. I actually prefer oat milk. I, I love oat milk. Vanilla, baking powder, cinnamon, salt. And then you would just kind of cook it on a skillet just like you would a pancake about three to five minutes per side. They don't necessarily... I did actually make them and then put them in the refrigerator as leftovers. They're definitely better the first day. I feel like pancakes are normally like that anyway but they didn't necessarily warm up very nicely after the first day. So I will say that. So if you want to cut the recipe in half, you might want to do that. They were fine. They were fine. I still ate them throughout the week because I think the recipe made like six or seven, uh, but they just didn't have that same delicious flavor after the, after the first day. But they were good. Very good. I'm going to try those for sure. All right. Well, coming up on March 20th, we will be dishing out a granola bar taste test. So until then, keep in touch with us on social media at Dietitians Dish Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. And check out all of our episodes and show notes on our website, dietitiansdishpodcast.com. Please tell your friends about us. They can find us on numerous outlets such as Overcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. And if you listen on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. We promise it only takes a few seconds. All right, everyone, until next time, be well. And Nicole, we'll talk to you soon. Take care, Gina. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening for the podcast. Bye-bye.